welcome to Politics, where Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies bringing you the news you can use as it pertains to the idiocracies and politics. That's right. I don't care if you're a libertarian or Democratic or Republican. About politics. The subject is key, and the key to your freedom is knowledge. Vote. Vote. Don't forget to vote. Tell someone you know who isn't voting to vote. And welcome to another episode of Politrix with Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies. <laughs> they said, why is he laughing like that? Because he lost his fucking mind behind politics. Odie, do your thing. Good evening, good evening all. Um, so, definitely want to uh, preface the story by saying I had a nice, lovely, productive conversation with Blue earlier uh, today, just about, you know, kind of framing our minds to be more optimistic. And the holidays is a good time to do that because we all need, um, you know, more feel-good stories in our life. And I said, you know, I'm going to make a conscious effort to send out things that I think are positive or at least some good news, kind of look for the silver lining in life, right, such as life. So... Shortly after we have this conversation, um, I see the article, and, and I think we we talked about it briefly um, on Saturday um, about one of 45 judicial nominees for the federal court. Um, and for those that don't know, this is a huge deal because 45, when he's long gone, these people are still going to affect our day-to-day operations. We're going to be left with the shit that these people have um that they have to offer as far as their expertise or lack thereof um and as far as people who i mean we can just look at 45's cabinet and see that he hasn't uh given people deserving certain titles um i mean secretary of education as far as confirmation hearings that's probably the worst that we've had that we've ever seen um and most recently, Matthew Peterson was recently nominated for a federal judge position, um, and his hearing also went viral as he was questioned about some of his qualifications and credentials. Uh, in the video, you see, don't have me lying about the titles, but I feel like they were senators. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, the person that was asking him was a Republican, if that matters. So someone who was on 45 side who should be making this guy look good if he's in, if there's any good to be seen. Um, he's asking them basic questions about, have you ever heard of uh, this motion? Have you ever heard of that motion? Are you familiar with this sort of trial? Um, and basically, every answer was, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I talked about it in law school, but no, I have not. Um, And then also, too, with Matthew Peterson, he hadn't tried any trials as a judge, which is like, what the fuck? Like, how can you (laughs) just stop right there? Like, let's not even consider you. But nope, here he is looking to be uh, confirmed and going viral for bad reasons. Um, But to get back to the silver lining, 
Today, this man actually withdrew himself for consideration as a judicial nominee. So shout out to, to Matthew Peterson for at least having a conscience and pretending to give a fuck about his job. Um, I was watching some commentary. I cannot remember what show it was. No, actually it was The View, surprisingly. I don't watch The View, but I must have seen it online. <laughs> yeah, and it was Megan McCain who made this comment. And she was just like, we've never really seen in any administration where the people who are known that are being appointed by 45 are really obsessed with fame. Like, it seems like everyone um, just is willing to do whatever at all costs. Um, they don't seem to, all they care about is being, like, kind of that infamous thing we were talking about the other day, um, where you don't care if you're known for being good or bad, you just want to be known. And you're, you want to sell a book or be a celebrity when this is all said and done with and go back out into the real world and be famous. And it just seems like we don't see enough of that now. It's just about what is my payday looking like? And, you know, is this good for me, for my brand for the long run? And just shout out to Matthew Peterson for finally showing some sort of sense. And thank you for for sharing that, Merce, because we all could use a little bit of good news and it just seems to be few and far between with this administration. So shout out to him. Now, if he would step down from his title altogether, what he was doing before, because it still sounds like he's highly underqualified for his current job. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, that would be even better, but I'm going to take this win for what it is right now. You know, for me, I mean, watching that guy was kind of painful. And I was just thinking, it was just like, that's like if I applied for a job to be an auto mechanic. And they were like, uh, do you know about carburetors? And I was like, well, I know of them. <laughs> you know, like, and I have, I, I can't even change a tire, but I'm trying to become a head mechanic at a, at a shop. And they ask you questions and I have no clue what they're talking about. But I'm applying for that job because someone, I just happened to one time uh, carry golf bags for the guy who owns the place, you know? So they figure, exactly. well, he, he'll just come in and just, and just learn the job on the go. If you're, and exactly, exactly like you said, long after Trump is gone, this guy's going to be, because federal judges are lifetime appointments. Lifetime appointments, absolutely. So, so you're there until you uh, either get caught in a sexual scandal, like there's a judge in the Ninth Circuit who got, I didn't, uh, right up on that, but there's a judge from the Ninth Circuit who is quitting because of sexual allegations against him. So it's it's absolutely insane that this guy would even sit in front of Congress and let them ask him questions. He has he has no clue what the hell's going on. Yo, zoom out for a minute. Yeah. Wasn't like Obama blocked from getting his judge in there? Like when he was actively the president and yes. like this happened for like a whole year, like they blocked him for a whole year of getting his judge in there. Yep. That's a, and, now how did, how did, how was that even justified? May I ask? Oh, you, you can't justify it. There is no justification for it. But the problem is, we know that, what the justification, we know what the rationale is. It's not justified, but we know what the rationale is. Yeah. Cause the rationale was when you figure Obama had two other uh, Supreme Court appointments, you know, Sonia Sotomayor and um, Helena Kagan, right? If I pronounce the name right, because I keep wanting to say Kay Hagan, who was somebody completely different. Um, he had those appointments that didn't matter because Republicans still had the 5-4 uh, lean. 
right? But when uh, what's his name? Not Gorsuch, the guy who who preceded him, uh, Scalia. When Scalia died, right? If Obama appointed another quote unquote liberal judge then basically they could undo all the horrible shit that they did because you know that Citizens United would be, would be back in the Supreme Court before you know it. And all the horrible stuff that Republicans got would end up going away. So Mitch did what he had to do. And I'm not saying that like I, like I approve of it. You know, it, it, was, it was a disgusting thing to do, but the problem is no one's going to hold Mitch, Mitch McConnell accountable for it because of the partisan bias. Because if... if, if uh, if Nancy Pelosi did something like that, they'd probably try and shoot her. Okay, but Mitch McConnell does it, and it's just you know it's just a strategy. It's kind of like uh, like what they said about Tom Brady uh, on South Park. If you win, I mean, if you cheat and you win, then uh, no, I, I said it, I said it totally wrong. If you cheat and you lose, then you're a cheater. But if you cheat and you win, then you're savvy. You know. So basically, that's what, you know, Mitch McConnell got away with one of the greatest thefts in political history. And no one's going to call him on it. And if he runs again in Kentucky, he's going to win again. So it's it's almost I mean, I'm not going to say it's not worth mentioning, but whenever Mitch McConnell comes up there and tries to condemn people, uh, I'm just like, the fuck is you talking about, old turtle? Because you are the worst partisan politician who ever walked the face of the earth so speaking of the worst who ever walked the earth did you hear about the the trayvon martin thing uh there's uh, a, you uh, mean you mean well, uh george zimmerman yeah well jay-z yeah, Jay is making a uh a trayvon martin uh biopic not a biopic uh, uh, a bio series docu-series yes like kind of like uh Khalif Browder which I never I could never bring myself to watch I think it's just I, I would say if I had never if I had never been introduced to Khalif Browder to kind of know how that story ended mm. then I would be inclined to watch but it's just like knowing how just knowing how what the outcome was no, that's just not something I could bring myself to watch. But maybe one day I will. Yeah. But basically, you know, they're making the the docuseries about Trayvon Martin. It's based on a book that was written about it. And um, George Zimmerman got mad because supposedly, supposedly, uh, the people from the docuseries are, uh, so quote unquote, harassing his family for interviews and quotes and stuff like that. So... Uh, I guess he's mad because I ain't coming to him. Because, <laughs> I mean, how how can he? He's homeless. No, I don't know if he's homeless for sure, but I know he's having a really rough time. I mean, not that I give a shit. Then I, eh? Yeah. So, um, he was on some bullshit website, and he, they were giving an interview, and he said that um, he was going to beat Jay-Z and feed him to an alligator. <laughs> and it wasn't even Jay-Z's fault, because supposedly the producer of the the thing uh michael gasparo was the ones who were uh approaching his family for quotes so i had nothing to do with jay-z that part of it but he figured jay-z is the most recognizable and then he said i know how to handle people who fuck with me i have since february 2012 that was when um wow. when he when he killed uh when he killed trayvon so wow. basically uh 
So far, Jay-Z he hasn't... Say that, or was that something somebody said he said? Come on, that don't even sound like something a logical no. man would come out of his face and say. No, he did say that. You got a soundbite? Yeah. Well, I got... Well, it's not a soundbite. It's from the article. No, so it's, it's a quote from the article that he said that and, and, and I hear what you're saying because it's like really but no he's uh he actually did see that and um Snoop Dogg was on Instagram talking about it and Snoop Dogg basically just said real quick before I move on he said Zimmerman uh well no his quote was if one hair on Jay's head is touched that's when the revolution will be televised you know and then he thanked the system for letting uh this bitch ass motherfucker get away with murder and then he said uh trayvon martin's gone but not forgotten okay and just um just to clarify i'm going ahead and looking this up this is mm -hmm. just like on a random website this um this website is the kansas city star this is updated an hour and a half ago okay and he quotes from he said he he holds Jay-Z and executive producer Michael Gasparro responsible and anyone who fucks with my parents will be said to an alligator. Um, but he did, I did see that quote just now, that same exact quote. And he has since 2012. I'm gonna come back. To, oh, yeah, it says, I know how to handle people who fuck with me. I have since February 2012, he told the website. This is a website called The Blast. Yeah. That that I'd never heard of before today. I've never heard of it. It looks a lot like, like they tried to model it after TMZ. It's probably just a whole lot of clickbait. But I, I but you know, I, I guess the CNNs and the MSNBCs have just finally realized why are we giving this murdering scumbag interviews? I mean we got Trump, we can get ratings off of Trump. We don't need this guy. Why, we, why, why do a murder when we could do a rapist? I know, alleged rapist. I'm sorry, Blue. <laughs> but speaking speaking of rape, um, in in a, in a, a metaphysical sense, uh, Obamacare, the premiums are going to be going up again, right? And it's going to do with Obamacare itself. Has to do with the fact that because they couldn't defeat Obamacare uh, as a law, they're trying to sabotage it. And I have friends who complain about Obamacare, but they keep hating on Obama. And I'm like, it has nothing to do with Obama. It has to do with the Republicans who are constantly trying to sabotage it. So you figure Trump cut the budget for advertising, right? Because if you saw, before you saw advertising all the time for Obamacare, and now you probably saw it because somebody forwarded you something on Facebook telling you when the enrollment period is, right? So they cut the enrollment period by uh, by more than a month, I think it was. And then they cut its advertising budget by like 90%. So basically, people didn't know that they can sign on to Obamacare. Here's the thing, right, with insurance. And I'm not gonna go too deep into this, but the more people who have your insurance, the cheaper your premiums are gonna be because it's more money in the pool. You understand? Put it like this, okay? L let's just break it down to something that 25 year olds can understand, okay? If you have a party and you're getting five hookers, right? And it's one of those parties where you could just do whatever you want to with the hookers all night long and they charge you $200 a piece, right? Damn, who wants to do something with a hooker? They have STDs. <laughs> That's why they make condoms. But, they, but let's just say you got five of them, right? 
Two hundred dollars a piece is something going to protect you from everything. Let's be. Honest. I know. I know. Education I Education things. HPVs can be caught from skin to skin. I seen this lady. She had this full beard of bumpy bumps, and why did she have them? Because she was, you know, eating the kuta 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 of somebody who had an HPV, and that wasn't um pimples. That was an uh, HPV breakout. So you know. And the fact that you said sorry. The fact that you said full beard almost about use a dental dam. And that's your safe sex tip today from Politrix. And the fact that you said uh, a, a full beard of it, I was like, oh, makes me want to change my analogy. But check it out, though. If you got five of them, right? $200 a piece is $1,000 for the night, right? If you have five buddies, uh, you and four more buddies, you're paying 200 bucks a piece. If you manage to get 10 people in on this party, now you're pay- only paying $100 a piece. Let's say you go for the gusto, you get 15 people. You're only paying $66 a piece, you know? And that's a very simplified analogy. But the more people- oh, we're that gonna are, do wrong with renting a house on Airbnb for $20 a weekend. You ain't have to go there and bring the hookers and shit into it, but I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, but, but the thing is this, right? Uh, that's the reason why they had the mandate because they needed enough people to buy into the insurance to keep the keep it uh, the premiums down so now that less people and granted they had a nice little surge in the beginning but you know with the cutoff date uh moved up they didn't get they didn't get enough people so now premiums are going to go up again right because you know one of the features that they took out was that there's no cost controls so now they could just raise premiums because they didn't have enough people sign up so it's not because of Obamacare itself. It's because of 45 and his hatred of anything with Obama's name on it that they are going to uh, they're going to try and tear it down. You know, any 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 regulation with his name on it is gonna is going out the window, no matter how ridiculous it is to get rid of it. You know, the thing about the government is that it's a very easy target for politicians like republicans they hate the government even though they're in it so it's almost like they're saying hey uh i'm running for i'm running for office because uh government's not the answer that was that was that was reagan's line government is not the answer so vote for me so i can be president well he's an actor though so you know yeah well uh, he was a so-so actor. I did the shit out of that role because there were so many power players. But in every act, every president in term is an actor. I think mm-hmm. Obama kind of broke the mold. But remember, they're not ultimately the ones in power. The people behind them are the ones that's pulling the strings. As mm-hmm. you see, he got very little done in his presidency due to the other people that had more power than him pulling the strings. The same people who cry about welfare, and yet their medical insurance sure does look a lot more powerful than Medicaid, and they pay no money into it mm-hmm. yeah you, you figure it like this everybody hates the government until they need the government nobody wants Hell government in their lives I until there's a hurricane money. or a flood and they need that FEMA check <laughs> then they're like well I pay taxes where's my FEMA check okay but the Republicans are good at that rhetoric right they know how to muddy the waters they know how to distort the airwaves with all their bullshit lies so because of the rhetoric of republicans people see regulations as bad and they repeat those buzzwords like they say regulations are job killing right because now if they if uh 
Progress Energy has to pay to get rid of coal ash the right way instead of just dumping it in the river. That's job killing, you know? Now, they don't say it like that, of course, right? But it's technically what they're saying, right? Put it like this. Uh, even things that people take for granted have to start someplace, right? Like, like little simple regulations, like, like putting on your seatbelt, right? Now, if you don't, if the cops catch you without your seatbelt, you get a ticket. I don't know if that's a federal thing or just a state thing. But I know in New York, it was that way. I think it, in, in North Carolina, it's that way too, right? Or at, yeah, at I've gotten a ticket for not wearing a seatbelt. Yeah. And more so. Put it like this. I knew a guy, and, and I'm trying to get him on a show too. Uh, but he was in an accident many years ago. His car... Uh, Lost control of his car, hydroplaned and hit a truck, right? So he was in the front, you know, he was driving and he had his seatbelt on and he suffered a broken thigh, broken collarbone. The passenger, the guy in the passenger seat had a broken sternum, right? But they were in, they were in the front. The guy who was in the back, he died because in the impact, he was sitting like, you know, like a, in that little space between the front, you know, uh, between the, the seats. So... When the impact happened, he flew and he hit his head on the windshield and uh, he died from his injuries. So you figure if the two people in the front had survived, if he was in the back and he had a seatbelt on, he'd have been hurt, but he would have been fine, right? Uh, car seats for babies. You know, there's laws that you have to have. I mean, if you have a baby in your car, you can't just hold it in your arms. You got to have a car seat because you know you have to remember one thing about these uh these regulations most of these regulations are born from tragedy and the thing is you want to keep those tragedies from happening so you make regulations to make it so the car seats for babies you know or if you're under a certain height and weight as a child you have to sit in the back seat with a seat belt you can't be in the front seat because those kids could be injured by airbags right because they're not strong enough to withstand the impact of an airbag if there's an accident. Motorcycle helmets, very simple one. There was a, after Ben Roethlisberger got hurt in that motorcycle accident, you know, he's quarterback for the Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, there was a new emphasis on motorcycle helmets and motorcycle helmet safety. So the laws are on the books, but they were just emphasizing it more because someone famous got hurt. <laughs> and there was a guy, and I'm not making this up to be funny. It was an article. Uh, he was having a one-man protest against motorcycle helmets. So he's riding around in his, in his motorcycle without a helmet. And no joke, he gets into an accident and he dies. Right? And the doctor said, not to be funny, but the doctor said, if he was wearing a helmet, he would have lived. <laughs> <laughs> so he just basically just disproved our point. Even something like lawn darts. I talked about this in the earlier show about the lawn darts. So long story short, a guy wanted to buy a volleyball set, ended up buying one that had a whole bunch of backyard games in it. One of them was lawn darts. So he had the lawn darts in, the, in his garage. His son and his friends find the lawn darts, start playing with them in the backyard. And one of the kids threw the lawn dart over the roof. And the lawn dart landed and hit uh, kid's little sister in the head and killed her, right? So the father, you know, struck with grief. He went on a personal crusade to have lawn darts banned. 
and it finally happened but you know when in in his research he found out that dozens and dozens of people were injured every year some were even killed by lawn darts if you have, have you ever seen a lawn dart uh uh-uh, what's that i don't think so it's basically a game where you take this giant lawn dart and it's basically just a big rubber dart with a metal tip and you have to you have a target if you have that in the lawn and you throw the darts up in the air and let it land on the target so they have like underground lawn dart competitions and stuff like that because you're not supposed to you know have the lawn darts anymore because now it's underground mm. now it's all you know ooh, lawn darts but they're really dangerous <laughs> because they're giant darts with metal tips you know uh even with sprinklers i was reading up on uh I was trying to find because I remember seeing a movie about this when I was in uh, when I was in school, and it was a movie about the sorry I have all these pages crunched together, the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire back in 1911. It was the deadliest industrial disaster, uh, one of the deadliest in the world. Well, in the deadliest in U.S. history, I should say. The fire killed 146 people. They were all garment workers. 123 women, 23 men. Uh, the oldest, they were mostly Italian and Jewish immigrant women. Uh, most of them were aged between 16 and 23. The oldest was 43. The youngest was 14 years old. And basically, they uh, they barred the doors to keep people from taking uh, extra breaks and stealing stuff. So you have a fire that burned that that goes out not goes out but you know the whole place goes up it's all garments so you know the place is going up like a, like a Roman candle and then you block all the exits <laughs> so you know the um, the basically the International Ladies Garment Workers Union was born from that tragedy and also uh, a whole lot of safety standards came from that but so like I said tragedy brings about these regulations I said on an earlier show, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. When they yeah, were, that's, yeah, that's typical. Well, and that's the thing because a lot of these things are unknown unknowns, like um, lawn darts. Who would? I mean, honestly, if you've seen a lawn dart, you would know. Hey, someone's going to lose an eye with this thing, right? Especially if little kids are playing with it. Little kids have no sense of, you know. Hey, you know, maybe this might put my eye out. It just looks fun. They'll just do it. But the fact that so many people were getting hurt and they were suppressing that information, that's another thing. Even with sprinklers with homes. I mentioned this in the earlier show. Glossing over it really quick. A baby died in a fire because the house went up so fast. The fireman couldn't get in there to save the child. So a lot lot of states are trying to pass laws to make uh, for new homes to make sprinklers mandatory. That you have to build the sprinklers in with the house, with the new house. And contractors were fighting it tooth and nail, spending money, lobbying, and even some laws that that made it onto the books were pulled off the books. Why? Because they can't sell the stuff to you if it's already there. So their whole thing is they wanted to be able to sell the stuff as extra and then egg you on with the whole, hey, don't don't you want your family to be safe? then pay extra instead of just having it become standard with the house which would have been so much easier to do because now they can't charge you for ripping up your entire house and putting in sprinklers (laughs) 
or just charging extra from from the jump. You know, whenever you have these things, there's always money involved. And then there's always another twist to it. Whereas even when there's laws on the books that aren't being enforced, then uh, it's because of money. Put it like this. I, I just saw the story today. Young Turks had this story in Florida in Tallahassee. There was a uh, illegal immigrant working construction. They were building a firehouse. Right. And he has an accident. He cuts his finger almost to the bone. Right. So he can't work. So the boss uh, fired him. Right. So now he's like, well, I can't work because my fingers all messed up. You know, he tried to file for workman's comp. When he tried to file for workman's comp, the boss called immigration on him and had him deported. Wow. Now, here's the thing about that, right? You know my whole thing about illegal immigrants, I'm just gonna keep, I'm just gonna put that on the shelf for now, right? My thing is this, this was, there was a local newspaper in Florida who covered that story. That's how it landed on a Young Turk's desk. Uh, They found out there were hundreds of these cases where illegal immigrants were working, get hurt, and when they try to get some sort of compensation, their bosses have them deported because they don't want to pay for their workman's right. comp. For the workman's comp, you figure they're already paying these guys probably half of what a normal worker would make, and then when they get hurt, they don't want to pay for them. Now, here's the thing: in Florida, just like it is in most states, it is illegal to hire illegal immigrants. So it's up. So it's the responsibility of the employer to say, "Hey." We need to see your, you, we need proof. Like when you follow your, uh, your job application, they always ask you, are you a resident of the United States? You know, you got to have a social security number. You know, they got to check it out. Right. And they're, they, they're not doing that. So here's the thing. Why aren't these guys going to jail or being fined for hiring illegal immigrants? Because these contractors contribute to politicians who then uh, have these boards look the other way when these guys blatantly break the law. Arizona has a huge problem with illegal immigrants because they share a border with, I think they share, yeah, they share a border with Mexico, right? They do. Um, I want to say Alabama does, don't quote me. I don't know why I don't pull up a map and sit in front of my computer. But, um, but the thing is, all these border states, right? They have laws on the books that you can't hire illegal immigrants. You're not even supposed to offer them housing, right? The apartment complex I lived in before it got torn down, the first uh, year that I lived there, right? You know, I, I read all my all my paperwork. They would let you live there even if you don't have a social security card. You just have to come up with two extra months of rent. So if your rent was six fifty a month. That means you had to come up with like two, well, yeah, almost two grand to be able to stay there. Not per month, but just, you know, up front, two extra months of rent. When the new management came in, they stopped that. They were like, no, if you live here, you got to have a social security card. We got to check you out. And all of a sudden, you just saw people just disappearing. So there was a, a family, and it looked like they were just there for the long haul. They had pictures hung up and everything. Like they had their windows open. You could see them eating dinner. Two days later, I walked by that place. That place was empty. Everything gone. Because now they're like, oh, yeah, we got to check you out. And then they were, they, they were out. Packed up in the middle of the night and left. 
those laws are on the books. So the main thing is, if they have those regulations, why aren't they following those regulations? Because somebody's getting money from it. Look at net neutrality, right? In, like I said, this stuff is reactive, right? Like, like Odie said, it's reactive, right? We figure, mm -hmm. hey, if something bad is happening, we got to prevent it from happening further, right? Why do you think that they went through all that trouble to make uh, internet a utility, push toward making it a utility, Title II, they called it, right? Because it's not because they thought this stuff was going to happen, where uh, internet service providers start messing with people. It already happened. It already happened in Netflix, right? And they tried to get around it. Here's the thing. A uh, magazine called the... Uh, I'm, I apologize. I'm working on one screen. All my stuff is just scrunched up together. But uh, between The Verge and Digital Trends and uh, The Consumerist is where I saw it. You know, reading up on the whole Comcast thing. And why it didn't exactly break net neutrality laws at the time. This happened in 2014. Uh, the Title II thing happened in 2015. You figure Comcast was throttling Netflix, right? Uh, slowing down their traffic. They weren't doing it on purpose. So they, in other words, they didn't purposely slow down their traffic. They simply let their traffic uh, bottleneck, right? So the way that the consumerist uh, explained it, they used the food analogy. I'm not gonna use analogy with hookers this time. I'm using food. <laughs> so Give it to if, you, um, baby. <laughs> if you're if you're a restaurant, right, and let's say uh, I'll, I'll I'll be a little bit funny here, like from the Boondocks, and I'll sell Luther Burgers, which was basically just a hamburger with donuts as the bread. Um, I'm selling Luther Burgers, right, and, and it's not a problem. But then the five o'clock lunch rush, uh, dinner rush comes, right, and all of a sudden there's not enough burgers going to the customers, right. Here's the thing. If we just said, like the wait staff just said, you know what, I don't want these two to have Luther burgers at all. Or as I said, oh, you know what, these guys, these fat bastards don't need Luther burgers, give them salads instead. That would be illegal. We can't do that. Because if they want a Luther burger, give them a goddamn Luther burger, right? But if it's because, hey, uh, it's the five o'clock rush, but we have four people out and no one else wants to come in and work. And we're trying as fast as we can, but we can't uh, get enough burgers out, then that's fine. That's how they got around the net neutrality thing, and that's how they didn't get fined for it. Because instead of them purposely throttling Netflix, they just let it bottleneck. Now, they could have opened that bottleneck no problem, because they do it for other sites. It's a courtesy, but then they figured, you know what? Let's make some money off of this. So Netflix eventually had to pay Comcast to open the lanes so they can get their traffic out so people don't, uh, so people can have their service uninterrupted. Now, at one point, Netflix did throttle their own service for cell phones and devices, and that's because they didn't want people to go over their caps. Because people started going over their caps, then they won't want to have Netflix on their phones anymore. But Netflix mm -hmm. solved that by, by saying, hey, on your phones, we'll just let you look at it at a, a lower resolution. So instead of looking at 1080p, you can go 450. Mm -hmm. 
and this way you can still watch your show and uh, you won't go over your caps. But you figure they went in and just said, hey, uh, all this stuff bottlenecking, if you pay us, we'll let your traffic go through uninterrupted. And eventually they paid. And they didn't disclose how much they paid, so people were predicting it's anywhere between 12 million and 50 million that they had to pay per year to Comcast to have that go through. And you figure a year later, Obama pressured his uh, FCC chairman to move internet traffic into Title II, which mm-hmm. would make it a utility and make it protected. And now you have lying sacks of shit like Ted Cruz out there saying, we're going to free the internet. No, the internet was already free. That's the whole point of net neutrality is that it stays free. That the ISPs can't control it and do what they want to with it. Just the the, the lies. Mark Hamill, uh, you know, everybody knows he's Luke Skywalker. He cracked on a Jeep pie. You remember I, on Saturday we talked about a Jeep pie and his 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 need to be loved. Yeah. Even yeah. though he's he's a, he's a scumbag with his fucking brick teeth and his fucking goofy punchable face but um when he was you know doing this whole pop culture thing like look i watched game of thrones too <laughs> he had the he had like the cloak on and he was doing the the star wars stuff with the lightsaber right and nice. mark hamill uh tweeted and he said cute video ajit rni precious pie but you are profoundly unworthy to wield the lightsaber a Jedi acts selflessly for the common man, not lie to enrich giant corporations. And he says, by the way, did you pay John Williams his royalty? Because they use the Star Wars music in the in the video, right? And then he said, hashtag, and he says, uh, at Ajit Pai, FCC corporate shill. And then he says, hashtag, a Jedi you are not. So of all people to answer back, Ted Cruz, let me tell you how much of a scumbag Ted Cruz is. When Ted Cruz was running for president, he was trying to, like, you know, kiss his daughter for uh, some photo shoot, and his daughter was like, Ew, get away, ill. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't yell out, stranger danger, he's not my daddy. That's how creepy Ted Cruz looked trying to kiss his daughter. And innocently enough, like, on the cheek, it wasn't like he was trying to tongue her down, but just for that photo shoot, she was not trying to have it. Like, Ted Cruz is just a creepy-looking guy, you know, and just a, a total scumbag. So Ted Cruz writes back, and he says, uh, and Mark Hamill's uh, Twitter feed is his Hamill himself, you know, and he says, uh, he, call, he called him Luke. He's like, Luke, I know Hollywood could be confusing, but it was Darth Vader who supported government power over everything. Over every uh, over everything said and done on the internet. That's why giant corporations, and he mentions Google, Facebook, and Netflix. Why giant corporations supported the FCC power grab of net neutrality. And he says, reject the dark side, free the net. Let me tell you how much how much horseshit is in that one tweet. First of all, he called him Luke, trying to be condescending. He knows his name is fucking Mark Hamill. That's like if you, like, like, like Lewis Black said, the true sign of a psychopath is somebody who sees a, a, a soap opera star on the street and calls him by their character's name. 
<laughs> I know you know what he was trying to do with Sunny. I'm a because... psychopath. I do that all the damn time. <laughs> but I think no, I think he was trying to stun him like on some loose I am your father kind of shit. Like if I'm supposed to be like this Darth Force, like Darth Vader, then you my son. And like that, I think that was his way yeah, trying to. Stun I agree him. with Hope. Maybe I'm thinking He's too much. Stun him. A bad job at sunning. You know, African American yeah. king of sunning. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And here's the thing. Net neutrality is not a power grab. Net neutrality is preventing the power grab. So he has the whole thing twisted backwards. And of course, the, the, the yokels who watch Fox News, they're, they're just swallowing it up like, yeah, down with regulations. You know, the same jackasses who lived in West Texas, uh, West being the name of the town, the town that practically blew up where the fertilizer plant went up. Um, that if they if they were following their regulations, right, and doing what they were supposed to be doing, that plant that plant would have been fine. But that plant hadn't been checked out in such a long time that uh, you know the gases got out of control and the, and the whole plant blew up. People got killed. Those are the people who. And then what made it worse is that even like a month afterward, they still didn't want to be regulated. Because in their minds, they're saying, well, we don't want the government in our business. So what if our town blew up? Who gives a shit? Stay out of our way, government. So Ted Cruz can tell a blatant lie. Like net neutrality is the power grab. And his yokels will just eat it up. But then Mark Hamill got him back. And he says, uh, thanks. And and I've I've been trying to pronounce this correctly all day. (laughs) So... Bear with me. Thanks for smarm explaining it to me. You know, being smarmy. Uh, he says, I know politics can be confusing, but you'd have more credibility if you spell my name correctly. I mean, it's right there in front of you. He says, maybe you're just distracted from watching porn at the office again. <laughs> and, and I was like, Mark Camel making them pee blood and <laughs> straight kidney shots. Just, ah, ah. Ted Cruz is always out of his element, you know, always out of his element. When he debated Bernie Sanders over health care, Bernie Sanders made him look like a jackass, you know, because Ted Cruz is all talking points and no substance. That's like on The Simpsons. I'm making uh, applesauce power bars and it's really nothing but uh, apple cores and Shredded up Chinese newspapers. That's basically Ted Cruz. Mmm, yum. It's, bas- it's basically just he's just all filler. You know. So, the whole thing with net neutrality and, and all this other stuff, it's, ve- it's very simple. You know, all you gotta do is just read it. Okay? Just read an article. Not from Fox News, not from Breitbart, not from the blaze not many of those horseshit websites it's a blaze i don't even know if the blaze is still a magazine anymore that was a uh, what's his name glenn beck's magazine the one where uh tommy lauren was at before uh she went to fox news mm, yeah i don't know yeah but i mean you got to get out of your bubble people you know you're in that bubble and you're suffocating in your bubble you know Try to get out of your bubble and just, you know, see the world beyond your front door. How in the hell can 
I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm just too smart, and I don't think that's the case because I, I'm thinking, I'm sitting here like it can't be any simpler than net neutrality is a good thing. Net neutrality keeps everything even. All, like I said last week, all these jackasses who run these websites, you know, uh, freedompatriot.net with the giant eagles and the big wavy flags on it, you're going to be the first to go when Comcast decides that they don't want you talking about blacks and women and Jews like shit. You're going to be the first to go. You're going to get blocked. You know? And they're just not seeing it. Twitter was just all these condescending people talking about, oh, net neutrality has been going for three days and the earth is still spinning. I guess it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, give it time. <laughs> give it time. You know, I, I even though I don't have Comcast I, on my Twitter account, I, I, I sent a little note to Comcast and I said, uh, hey, Comcast, now that net neutrality is gone, when does the rape begin? And should I bring my own Vaseline or are you going to supply that? Because you know we're all getting raped over here. And it's coming. Because now, without net neutrality, there's no regulation. These telecom companies can do what they want, charge what they want, throttle who they want, choose the content that we see. And especially for the porn sites. You want to know, you remember uh, VHS and Betamax? A lot of people don't remember, don't remember Betamax. It didn't last that long. You know? If you had VHS and you had Betamax, and I had a couple of, yeah, I had a couple of friends who had Betamax, right? Betamax was actually the better format. It was actually the clearer format. It sounded better, too. Do you know why Betamax didn't survive? Because Betamax didn't do porn. All the porn went to VHS. <laughs> That is not a lie. <laughs> you know, porn pretty much decided the fight between Betamax and um, and VHS, even though Betamax was the superior uh, format. So when these porn sites start getting throttled, right? What do you think is going to happen? I was just thinking about the whole I want my MTV campaign. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm just replacing that with I want my porn hub. Yeah. It's, it's going to be. I agree with Merck. I remember the beta, the VHS beta max was. We had a beta max. And then um, I think it was, I, I don't know if it had so much to do with quality, Merck. I think it was the mm-hmm. big push from Blockbuster, and it was cheaper for them to get the VHSs over the Betamaxes. Mm-hmm. And I think it, yeah, I think it was, I think it was basically a cheaper way to get the same kind of product out. Because if you remember going to um, Blockbuster back in those days, remember the Betamax section, even though it was a better quality, it was a lot smaller section. So in comparison, right. it might be like DVDs to Blu-rays for that time period. Right. Actually, it would be more like Blu-rays to uh, the HDDs. I, I, and I don't even remember. I remember, uh, what was it, Xbox 360 had an HDD player at one mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. instead of going to Blu-ray, and HDD just came and went. Right, right. <laughs> you know, they, they just lost out. So it's, you know, there's, there's always like the extra format, the, the, the format wars, and, you know, it's, uh, I, I can't call it. <laughs> 
But the thing is, all I'm these people skeptical to jump on bandwagons. Like um, I was skeptical about the Blu-ray bandwagon. I mean, it, it held. Yeah. It's doing okay, but I, I still to this day don't fuck with it. And I got TVs that support it. I have nothing but 4K TVs right now. Um, but I just feel like, yeah, Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. Why would I pay that price? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what I, I mean, what was there? There was Zoom versus. The iPad or the iPod. iPod, you're right. Uh, right. My girlfriend had a Zoom and I had an iPod, so exactly. She still has a Zoom and it still do what it do. But, yeah, I got an iPod, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, nobody cares. Like, nobody cares about a Zoom. Then, uh, I remember, too, I was working at Best Buy and I think it was X, not, maybe not Xboxes, but it was Windows Answer to a DVD player. What was that called? And it lost out too. And it's definitely obsolete. I think that was HDD. What was it called? H- uh, I think HDD. Because I remember the uh, the Xboxes had that, had those players in them. Yeah, some, before, before, that sounds familiar. To, before they went to Blu-ray, because when once Blu-ray became the dominant thing, but I mean. I don't have a Blu-ray player anymore because I have an Xbox One and I have a, a PS4 and they both play Blu-rays. So I end up giving my Blu-ray players away. But do you, I'm you like, feel like that? Do you even watch Blu-rays like that? No. No, I don't. My uh, my multimedia computer has a Blu-ray player in it. And I've, right. I've used it maybe like four times, maybe. My multimedia computer has a Blu-ray. My, my I have an Xbox One. It has a Blu-ray. My PS4 has a Blu-ray. Uh, I might I, I think I might have I might have rented one once because um, Redbox might have had a, a crazy deal just to. I was not impressed. I guess my eyes are bad. I really don't see the difference in um, quality. Maybe yeah. it's because the 4K TVs um, improve the image of regular DVDs. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I, I think I, I think the only brand new Blu-ray I've ever bought was uh, Force Awakens. Every other Blu-ray I own, I got it from the bargain bin at at, uh, at Best Buy. So when they have like the Blu-rays for cheap, for like eight for like eight ninety nine, nine ninety nine, then I'll just buy like mm-hmm. three or four of them. <laughs> but I. I think Force Awakens is the only, and the only reason why I bought that Blu-ray is because it came with a DVD copy in it. Oh, that's what's up. Okay. <laughs> so, because because uh, sometimes they come they come with. I can't buy uh, anything I can stream, and that's streamable on Netflix. Oh yeah, of uh, yeah. For, wait, is Force Awakens on Netflix now, or, or sure is this Rogue One? Oh, I'm sorry. Force oh, Awakens. What's okay. That? What's, that? what's Force Awakens? Oh, yeah, Force yeah. Awakens Maybe, was I the last one. I might be wrong. You might out. be right. I thought they all were on there. But hold on. Yeah, I thought they were all were on well, there. Well, for now. I was, was going to do a... I know. For Disney now, has their own... Until Disney do their thing. But I want them cats, with a few exceptions, yeah. I can watch a movie one good time and I'm good. With a yeah. few exceptions. I can Absolutely. watch Avatar again. I can watch Avatar again. And I can watch a movie over yeah. again and enjoy it again. But I can, one time is all I need if I was paying attention. Yep. Exactly. Right. It, it all depends on the movie. Like I, I, I left uh, Blues Brothers with with my uh, my ex girlfriend, and with a few of my DVDs after we broke up, and I never got them back. And Blues Brothers was one of I've seen that movie like twelve times, you know. And then blue, and then the the video I had it had all the uh, all the scenes in it that made things make sense. Like you ever watch you ever watch Blues Brothers? 
Yeah, that's a good movie. John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the part where they walk in, they walk back to the apartment complex, and then that old man is just like, "You got my cheese whiz, boy," and then he just pulls a can of cheese whiz out of his jacket and tosses it to him. And nah, that scene that. was you funny. Scenes, man. That scene was funny, but it didn't make any sense until I got the extended version of it, and it was like, "Oh, um, Elwood worked in a cheese whiz factory." And then they show you him. And then they show you him stealing cheese whiz. <laughs> That's why the old man was like, "You got my cheese whiz, boy." That's why he just happened to have cheese whiz in his jacket because he steals it from his job. All right, all right. Well, yeah, anyway. Force Awakens is is not on Netflix. But not yet. There's an amazing film called The Bitcoin Heist, which you all should see. Yes, I did see that. That that, that was on there now. So that's actually on my list of things to watch. I was. Um, I managed to watch 1922 this weekend, um, as well as, damn, there was another movie, and it was, oh, but it wasn't on Netflix, though, it was, um, The Autopsy of Jane Doe, and I just go to those, they were both in the horror realm, I wasn't really feeling too much in the Christmas spirit this go around, so I watched those <laughs> and enjoyed them. You know what? I, I, I will say this. I do my, my... I know we got off the track on politics, but I, I will say this. I actually... I do my horror marathon. I watch a movie a day from the 1st of September until Halloween. And there were a couple of movies that I was holding on to for Halloween and ended up not watching them. So one of them was Get Out. I've had that... You know, I, I got it from Blockbuster. I mean, not Blockbuster. Jesus Christ. From uh, Netflix, I, you know, I, 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 I ripped it. It's just sitting there waiting for me to watch it. And then another one from the 70s called Death Dream. And if you ever watched, uh, you ever read the old story called The Monkey's Paw? Death Dream is basically like a modern version of The Monkey's Paw. So um, I've had those movies sitting on my thing to watch. And now I'm like, I'm all horrored out though. Because I watched like two months worth of horror movies. And now I can't bring myself to watch them. But I really want to watch them. <laughs> Tell me this, man. Has yep. the watching all those like back-to-back like that, did that impact your psyche in any way? No. I, I think because I'm used to it now. If I was much younger, like, I mean, and it's funny for me, and maybe it's just kind of my uh, facing my fears. When I was a kid, I was scared of the dark. Like, uh, you know, I was really scared of the dark. And like my nephew is a little scared of the dark and then you know I try and you know and now I kind of understand like if I wasn't scared of the dark I'd be like what you scared of the dark for boy you're in your own home but yeah I was and then I had brothers and sisters who knew I was afraid of the dark and thought it was hilarious so they would just jump out and scare me whenever they could and to this day uh, my brother's favorite thing was to hide in the shower with the curtains drawn and then just pop out and scare you when you're trying to take a piss to this day my shower curtain is never closed. Whenever I finish taking a shower, it's always open. I'm in my mid forties, goddamn it. Oh, you still acting like a little bitch? Them niggas smoke your cousin, you ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but for now, I can watch two months of horror movies, and it doesn't it doesn't even affect me. Not at all. Still wash with the shower open. Is that what you're telling me? No, 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 no. I mean, I shower with the shower closed. I'm talking about when I'm not in the shower. It's open. 
Like I, I oh, won't. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense. Hey, I do that. <laughs> 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 you never know who might be having that bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, it might be my brother. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a scary guy. No. <laughs> I'm but, uh, back, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, I need to. I may do that on Christmas Day. I may watch Get Out and Death Dream. I'll take them with me on, on my tablet. Oh, is Get Out on um on um. No, I, I I ripped it. I have a copy of it on on. Oh one yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't. I don't do that. That's illegal. Yeah. But thankfully, I got a good friend named Odie. I can watch it online. Thank you, Odie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It, but I can't bring, for some reason I can't bring myself to watch it. I've seen it before and it really messed me up. <laughs> Which one? Oh, Get Out. <laughs> and I don't even know. Odie, oh, do you happen to see the Get Out that's on on the um, internet on your online? Was it on HBO or Showtime? I can't remember. I, I saw Get Out in the movie. Yeah, I saw it in the movie theater too. I was wondering what the alternate version. I didn't see the alternate ending. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll skip to the I'll skip to the back and see what is see if they have it in this one that's on um I don't know what I forgot what station it's on is it HBO or is it Showtime? Anyways, yeah, yeah. How the fuck we get so far off the damn topic? Net neutrality. No what is it? To break it down in one simple sentence, what it means? Basically, what net neutrality means is uh, it means having a free. The end of it. The end of it. What does it mean? And why did they end it? They ended it so that the telecom companies can just basically have exactly the exact opposite of what Ted Cruz said. Ted Cruz says that making it a Title II was a power grab by the FCC. That is absolutely wrong. Making it a Title II means that uh, one company can't just take over, or a few companies can't just take over the Internet. Right? So in other words, if, um, if I have a website, right? Even if it's competing with something like uh, YouTube, right? We're still on a level playing field. Yes, YouTube is more established, right? But um, we're still on a level playing field as far as being able to get out there on the internet. Now, let's just say that I own YouTube, right? And let's just say, Blue, your site is competing with mine. What I could do is this. I could just say, hey, listen, uh, I could throttle your site. Right, make it slower so when people try to access your site, uh, it's really slow and it gets frustrating. And then I was like, you know what, screw it, I'll just go to YouTube. But zoom out, don't all them hoes ride like Amazon? Uh, what do you mean? Like they, like I guess Amazon is the major host um, for those those streaming lines. I know, Uh I know Hulu was doing it. No, 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 not not Amazon, because Amazon competes with Hulu. I know, but it's something about they have they have they own the T lines or they own something in which, when it's all said and done, Amazon pull, is able to pull the strings as they wanted to. I don't know. I, I got to Google it. Yeah, but that but that became a major concern of you know who owns the uh, the lines because a lot of times it's the telecom companies who put those lines in themselves. Mm-hmm. So they feel that because they laid down the lines, they should own the internet. Basically, I mean, I'm I'm being glib, mm-hmm. but they feel that because they put the lines down, they should have more control over it, and net neutrality prevented them from doing that. So it's basically a matter of now, if something competes with you, 
you could just throttle it. So if I have my own streaming service and Odie, you come up and try and have your own streaming service, like I said before, I could just have you throttled. And there's nothing they could do about it. Like I said, the whole thing with Comcast and Netflix is that only through a loophole did Comcast not get fined. When AT&T, no, no, not AT&T, when Verizon, it was either Verizon or AT&T, I was reading that today, because I, I didn't even know this until today. When they were trying to throttle people who were using BitTorrents, right, they weren't supposed to do that. So at first they denied it, and then they admitted it, and then they had, ended up having to pay out a $16 million uh, lawsuit because there was a class action lawsuit against them for that. And then they had, they had to pay out because of net neutrality laws. They weren't allowed to throttle them like that. So that's the thing. The Comcast thing, it was a loophole because it wasn't like they were purposely throttling Netflix. They were just allowing their traffic to bottleneck and then not opening up the bottleneck until Netflix paid them. That's one of the reasons why it got moved over into uh, Title II to prevent those loopholes from happening. So now they have to open up the traffic to you. Right. So the net neutrality thing is a is a horrible thing and is basically you have eight companies who are going to control the internet. And you already had most of these companies talk about like Comcast, Spectrum, uh, Cablevision, well, or uh, I forget what they call it now, uh, Optimum, but they're already regional monopolies. You know, like for me, they have me by the balls because I need my internet for work. Where am I going to go? There's no Google Fiber out here yet. There's nowhere for me to go. So if they raise the price by 20 bucks a month, I have to play their game. Yeah, shut the fuck up. You get a stipend. <laughs> I do. But the thing is, if it goes, I mean, but they're not going to raise my stipend to cover that. You understand? So I get a stipend, but if they raise the price by 20 bucks, they're not going to raise my stipend by 20 bucks. So I got to come up with that extra money. Well, my the way my shit set up right now, man, I can't wait. Google Fiber need to hurry the fuck up. It's actually <sighs> the same price I'm paying now, but I, just to say a fuck you to Spectrum, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, Spectrum's been, they've been okay. Like, I can't Jeez, really complain too good. much about Spectrum I, right I now. I can complain when I come, when I used to, when you were Town Warner, I used to call you. I used to complain, act like I'm a, act like I'm a lead. Ah, I'm about to leave your ass. You give me a good, sweet deal for about a year. I do the same thing a year from now. Keep it going. This time, the motherfuckers will say they cut off cable. Then fuck you. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They got mad at they got mad at me for cutting off cable. That woman was so mad at me on the phone. I I thought I stole her grandmother's purse. Like, that's how mad she was at me. And that was because I was like, I don't want cable anymore. I just want internet. So I'm thinking, this is what I think I'm going to do. I think I'm just going to fuck myself just to fuck them. I think I'm going to go through, um, what's the thing called? Oh, what is it called? Anyways, it's some old other company. I can't think of the name right now. You know what I'm talking about? Get, uh, just get cable for their ass and still fuck with the Spectrum internet. Because they're in and they're on that other company, Verizon. Not Verizon. It's it's all with it. It's all some fuck name. Fio. Huh? Fio. No, not Fio. It's some, it's some old bitch shit like Frontier. Frontier. Oh, okay. Um, so I was like, you know, their internet sucks. I can't get more than like 18 megabytes download. Now you know that does not work. 
with I'm trying to watch Netflix, do stuff for work, yeah. and all this other shit I be doing. I ain't got no business doing. Um, versus now the cable company, a cable package is very comparable to Spectrum. I can't think of one channel they don't have that I currently have that I fucks with. So I might just say, fuck you, Spectrum. Let me come over here and fuck with Frontier and get this cable popping, and I'll just have internet from your bitch ass that I played myself by going 300 to 100, didn't save a single dime, but they tricked me with some wordplay, fuck them hoes. So who the fuck these 300 megabytes download anyway? I mean, really? <laughs> I do. <laughs> But my upload I mean, is just the same, and that's really that's really the impact is the upload. You know what I'm saying? Twenty megabytes. Because um, mine, mine is about twenty meg for the upload. Mine's about twenty, and then I get three hundred megabytes. Uh, I used download. to have that. Got rid of my phone, and they said, "Oh, you want to port over the Spectrum? Sure, if I get that eighty nine ninety nine deal." But they tell me I couldn't get the eighty nine ninety nine deal. They was like, "Oh, well, you're a previous Time Warner company. We're just gonna da da da. You don't. You're not applicable for the eighty nine ninety nine triple play deal." Well, shit, bitch. If you told me that, I would have stayed right where I was at, with paying like ten dollars less. Got the motherfucker 300 megabytes download on and popping, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But they, they got me, man. That's why I can't stand the hoes. One of my friends told me that he had, um, what was it? It wasn't CenturyLink. It was one of those smaller companies, but he gets like 10 megs a month. I was like, he may as well have told me he had testicular cancer. I was like, 10 megs? Like 10 megabytes? I'm like, what are you I mean, living with? But if it's just him, no, it's him and his megs? family. Yeah, oh, like, that's not gonna work. That's yeah, not like gonna two work. kids. I'm like, I'm like, what? Like the fuck you live in a South Sudan? What are you doing? Ten megs. A video download from like Netflix is gonna be about what two, three megabytes. But yeah. I know this when I'm trying to pay my Xbox um, on a machine, like on one of my computers from mm-hmm. another to stream it from the thing. I think eighteen, nineteen, twenty megabytes is what I need off the top. Because I want to say when it buffers down to fourteen, it gets choppy. Yeah. I'll put it like this, you know, working from home, you know, I do phone support, you know, stuff like that from home mm-hmm. and my coworkers who live uh, out, I guess out West, I, I'm directionally challenged when it comes to North Carolina, but you know, they live in more uh, rural areas and mm-hmm. their internet is not as great. So they right. always have like phone problems, like their phones resetting and stuff like that. And I don't have those problems, mm-hmm. you know, and that's so probably, and that's more. my, <laughs> Yeah, and that that's my thing. So, I mean, because I pay more, I get more internet, I don't have those problems. So, like I said, if uh, they got me by the balls, because where am I going to go? Where am I going to go to AT&T so they can throttle me? Verizon sucks dog dick. Like, I'm not going to those guys. I'm just have to wait patiently wait for Google Fiber. Dog dick? That was a little explicit. Gee whiz, dude. We have a limit of what we do here. You <laughs> say <laughs> like, you trying to get us banned? What the fuck, dude? You know I just got fucking censored the other day. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, man. But, um... Yeah, the whole net neutrality thing, it, it's gonna its gonna get a hell of a lot... Well, here's the thing. Here's the icing on the cake before, uh, before we wrap up. Now that Comcast has already won, right? Now, they, now they're trying to push Congress to put net neutrality into law because that would be the only thing right now that could stop the net neutrality repeal is if Congress came out and made a law. If Congress puts it in the law, then whatever Ajit Pai says, it doesn't matter. So now they're trying to push their puppets to push net neutrality repeal into law. You already have about 
15, 16 states that are suing the FCC. So you know the big three is going to be New York, California, and Washington State. And there's a whole bunch of other states that jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, they jumped on. Yeah, baby. Did they? Oh, nice. They did, yeah. Their attorney generals are just like, yeah, we are suing. Mm-hmm. So this is not over yet, but, I mean, just the fact that they had the vote to repeal, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And hopefully, uh, like I said, we got to put the screws to them. I mean, between the tax... I'm going to talk about this more on Saturday when I need more information because this, this just landed on my desk. But Bob Corker was uh, senator was going to vote against a tax bill, and then they put in a provision that benefited him directly, and now he's going to vote for it. So, yeah, it's it's a whole lot of horse between the tax bill and net neutrality. It's a whole lot of horseshit going on, and I think it's going to. And Donald Trump was like, "Yeah, the Republicans are going to do okay in 2018." He only said do okay. Uh, I'm not taking Trump's word on anything anymore. I mean, not that I ever did. I mean, I'm from New York. I know Trump is always full of shit. But uh, even Trump has to know between net neutrality, between the tax bill, between Roy Moore, between his own sexual allegations, uh, the only way Democrats can lose is if they fuck it up. And they're already well on okay. their way. Guess what? That's exactly what we gotta do, buddy. Yep. But you but know what? This is just this is what needs to happen. It's what we call history repeats itself. Remember, mm-hmm. the party that freed us, the party that did the most for us in history shows it was the Republicans. And just in modern history, maybe the late sixties, it switched over to the Democrat being the saving force of African Americans. But they, what have they done for us lately? What have they done for us lately? Well, da, 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 I, I won't say ooh, this. When it comes, hey, I gotta finish my song, motherfucker. Ooh, 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 yeah. <laughs> when it comes to social issues, I want the Democrats on my side. When it comes to financial issues, I gotta find out who your paymaster is before I do that. Man, zoom Ooh. out. These social issues are crippling. Come on, man. Just do the uh, research. Well, but the thing is, Democrats are usually on our side when it comes to social issues. It's the economic issues where it's 50-50. It's the social issues that's in mess with the economic issues that are really crippling. Right. Like, you figure like this. Most Democrats are for uh, sensible gun control. Right. Okay, that's a big. I can dig that. I can dig that's that. a, that's okay. a big social issue, especially okay. in okay. when you have a state like Chicago, who has strict gun laws, but all the states that surround them do not. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. You know, they're big proponents for um, immigration, like immigration reform, like fixing the immigration system so more people could come in legally. They're all for that. But then we got dumbass Nancy Pelosi talking about. Uh, how single payer is not viable. What the fuck are you talking about? It's viable in the countries that are next to us. They have it in Mexico. They have it in Canada. There are people who retire and become Mexican citizens just so they can get health care. You got bus trips of people going to Canada to buy uh, drugs because they can't afford it here in the States. So... uh that's the part where you have to pay attention to what Democrats are doing. So, Odie, your, your, your final thoughts. Final thoughts are be more like Matthew Peterson. If you don't think you're qualified, sit your ass down and step aside for people that are. 
<laughs> exactly. That was painful to watch, but also entertaining. Um, Blue, what are, you, what are your final thoughts? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, but everything is broken, so we can need a lot of fixing. Watch out now. Yeah. Exactly. And my final thoughts have done to do with politics. I'm glad Carmelo Anthony got booed. <laughs> he came back to the garden. They had that little tribute for him, which I thought was kind of, which I thought was, was nice enough. But I mean, Carmelo didn't do shit for us. He held us back so much. And, and now, now he's we're holding the thunder bag. Ah! Yeah. And now, now we're winning without him. You know, and you figure they, badly. they beat the thunder without Tim Hardaway Jr. without Porzingis. And they beat the Thunder by 15 points. Mm-hmm. And the Thunder has Carmelo, Russell Westbrook, one of the best players in the NBA, and Paul George. Yeah, I blame Carmelo all the way. I guarantee they trade Carmelo. They could trade him for a box of... Man, Carmelo's done. He just need to walk away from the game. I think so, too. I mean, well, Carmelo's problem now is that they got him playing like a power forward. He ain't no power forward. Not at all. Cause I figured they would just have Paul George be a uh, shooting guard, and then let Carmelo play, keep playing small forward. But no, they got Carmelo playing power forward. So yeah, whatever. Who's but, their um? Who's their coach? The Thunder. Ah, uh, I'm not sure. Well, he needs to be fired. <laughs> no, nah, it's not his fault because I mean it's not like. Well, then again, put it like this. If he's the one who pushed for the trade for Carmelo, then yeah, fire him. Because they gave us um, Enos Cantor. Enos Cantor's been playing his ass off for us. So mm-hmm. Him and Porzingis are like the Wonder Twins out there. So I'm, I'm happy this all went down. I mean, granted, we'll probably lose in the first round of the playoffs, but that's a whole lot better than what we were last year. <laughs> so so that, that was my non-political final thought. There you go. There you go. And that concludes another episode of Politrix with Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies. And if you haven't already done so, subscribe to the Urban Breakdown Podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps on your phone, tablet, or computer. All right now. <laughs> yeah. It's love.